This is Amalia Eon Karras. Hey everyone, it's Satya, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Love, Sex, and the Hidden and the Agenda. Hidden agenda. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Love, Sex, and the Hidden Agenda. How's everyone doing out there today? I am Satya Ra Priest, and we've got Amalia Ian Karras here. Amalia. Hey, everyone. Hi, Satya. Hi. Uh, what do you want to talk about today? I think we need to dive into something juicy that, that kind of explains what we're about here and why we wanted to share <laughs> share love sex and the hidden agenda with people yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's almost scary there's so much Terrible. so much good stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's such a um you know love and sex well love we talk about all the time right like girls get together and we we discuss our love life constantly. Um, sex, we talk about, but we don't tend to talk about so much of like the darker aspects of sex or our shadow aspects and, and the places that where we might be wounded or dealing with um, sexual issues so much. And I think, you know, it's it's something that's come up in our friendship and I feel myself like that's where the the fear lies is like, wow, well, if we open this, this closet of, you know, toxic shame or where all of these like hidden desires or places where we've been wounded exist. um, What excites me about doing that is just when you shine a light in places that have been hidden or blocked off, it, it could basically like freeze that burden of trying to like keep it, keep it covered up. So yeah, that's, I guess I want to talk about that. Yeah, that, that's a really good point because uh, it's in, it's in the secret or in the hiding of things that things breed and, and that actually negativity can breed and grow and it's like a feeding ground. And if more than one person is involved, it's, it's even more of a feeding ground because then it's a bond between two people or more with secrets or things hiding. And I, I think uh, toxic shame, when you said that, that my a little ding, ding, ding went off in, in my head. And I, I'm thinking, yes. What, what's your take on toxic shame what what do you I well I'll try and describe what I mean by that like I think anything that happens when we're um like like we all have a a story in our childhood somewhere where around our sexuality we got shamed you know a lot of people um in the work so I do this workshop on 
releasing anger and shame and some of the common themes that would come up when people would explore where shame, you know, lives in their body or a lot of it was in their sexuality and around like being caught masturbating or something that happened to them, like um, being molested as a child or having a childhood friend that they were, you know, sexually exploring with. Um, All these things, like as we grow older, we just kind of like shove them away and don't want to remember them. And I think what happens is, um, you know, the more of those episodes that happen, um, the more our toxic shame closet gets really full of stuff. And what happens is it, it turns into, um, you know, issues of distrust or more deeply like fears and phobias or the inability to trust anyone or um, manifest as like physical disease in the body. Right. Yeah. What do you think about when you hear toxic shame? Well, just listening to you, what you're saying, and I just started to, I noticed that I was just reflecting on when have I felt that way. And immediately I'm going into sexuality um, and thinking, whoa, maybe there was, maybe all of it was, was that way. Because as a kid and and as a teenager uh it's not like i'm going to be out in the open about oh i'm i'm going to have sex with this person you know it's from the get go it's this mm-hmm. idea of i i probably shouldn't be doing this or or nobody knows about this you know or certainly my my parents don't know about this and i think for me also, and, and probably a lot of listeners, I, well, I was raised um, in a Christian religion and, and I um, was told, I mean, the only education really that I had was, was not to have sex, like don't, don't have sex. That was the, mm-hmm. the idea. I, I didn't have a spiritual understanding of, of what sex meant or what my sexuality was so just in thinking about that yeah there was a an idea of hiding uh right away yeah for sure yeah i I, i'd say the same and i remember you know as a young girl exploring my sexuality um in my teenage years and young adult life And even to this day, I mean, I don't think that I've always been very um, private about my sex life. You know, it's not something I don't brag about it. I don't like to, to share with my girlfriends, like my sexual experiences. I mean, once in a great while I will. And with you, we have, so that's like (laughs) where where all this conversation stemmed from. But um, it's it's really eye-opening when you hear other people's experiences of their sexuality and how so much of us, uh, so many of us really hide those experiences, like tuck them away. Exactly. And it it's interesting because I find that, that I 
I like to talk about those things, mostly because there's just something in me that has never enjoyed surface discussions or shallow discussions. And I, I will just check out or fall asleep if I'm in a group of people that are just, I have to always go deep. It's just something mm -hmm. in me. <laughs> and, and I almost feel like when I'm in the presence of other people, it's almost like I sense something about them anyway. And I want to know all their deep, dark secrets in a way. And I almost feel like to be an honest, authentic person, I want to share those, those things in an effort to, to have an understanding and to, it really to, to just unleash all the secrets and to, yeah, shed light. I, I want to bring light to, to these, these areas. And when, when you've lived enough life and you've had enough experience and you, you, you have enough, um, open, deep relationships with people, which shockingly, a lot of people don't. So most people are walking around with not even any really super close friends, or maybe they have only one friend. When you've gone deep with many people or clients or, you know, you start to see a lot. And, and there's so much that's not being talked about. Um, you know, the hidden fantasies, um, the maybe even toxic fantasies or um, it's, it's prolific. It's, it's going on. It's, mm -hmm. it's happening everywhere. Yeah. It's interesting. You said that, cause that's where I started realizing that, um, I needed to kind of clear out my toxic shame closet was when I started, uh, working as a therapist and realized that all of my clients, um, when I, I would do these regressions with people of, of hidden memories, and I was kind of obsessed with how the mind locks information away or locks trauma away. And I was more specifically focused on helping people recover from trauma, because that has been my healing journey. Um, but what I couldn't ignore the fact that so many of my clients, almost all of them, when I would do regressions would come up with sexual shame would come up like memories of, of like, um, unresolved sexual trauma, molestation, incest, all of that. And it, it was like a, a siren going off for me, like, wow, I've got stuff to work on here because, um, my clients are just a reflection of me. And uh, yeah, it made me dig deeper into my own healing journey. But it's just, it's such a big topic, a scary topic. And I, I know for myself, it's been really hard to find therapists that I trust to hold that space for me. Because a lot of my personal wounding was from um, people in that position, like, not necessarily healers, but, you know, spiritual leaders or people that I, I thought I was safe with. So um, I feel that there's like a catch 22 when we, when we, we might realize that we have like toxic shame hiding or traumatic events in our sexual life that are thwarting our ability to live, you know, a fully vibrant um, experience of life. But if we don't have anyone 
to talk to about it that we can trust, it, it just kind of lingers there. Um, so I've been really honored and blessed by all the clients who've trusted me. Um, but I have to say you're one of um, my only friends that I've trusted to hear my story because I tend to hold a lot for other people. So mm -hmm. I just want to thank you and like the whole reason for, for me doing this show with you is um, I guess to kind of find, find that, healing for myself and open that dialogue larger and, and see, you know, who else out there is ready to have these conversations. Cause I don't think that the healing of it can come from, I mean, we could do some healing on our own, but I, I feel like the real healing is when we are not only witnessed in our healing, but when the whole community heals along with us. Exactly, because one of the main things is when we heal ourselves, we're sending a ripple out into the whole world, and we're healing everyone. And so and that's one more great reason to, to do the work and to, to share and, and talk and, and look at the hard stuff. So, so toxic shame, I mean, I guess for, for everyone listening, maybe they want to know a definition or what is toxic shame. Uh, and I think, I think in, in essence, what we're saying is a feeling of, of shame from hiding or secrets or an experience and then carrying it into the rest of your life and, and having it affect your work relationships or your, your self-esteem or your, your, obviously your love relationships or your sex life. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's the first place it shows up is in the sex life or your, or your ability to make money. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> because all of these things are basically coming from the same, they're all kind of trapped in the same creative area of our body mm -hmm. where, you know, if, if you want to get esoteric or, you know, we could say, you know, our, our wombs are the creation of life and, uh, but it's, it's creation. Yeah. Money is a creation. It's an energy. It's a how we make money. What we're doing to make money. It's it's all 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 together related. I think you were just saying something about that the other day. Yeah, it fascinates me because you know our our second chakra, that um, sacral area of our body, that that creative um, energy. It's, it's our potential. It's our life force. It's the seeds. It's the eggs, right? It's, it's where all of our life force gathers. And when we have shame in our genitals or in our, you know, sexual organs, we are blocking life force from flowing. And so we're blocking our ability to 
create change in our lives. We're blocking our ability to receive. We're blocking our ability to kind of live on purpose or recall what our purpose is. Um, so I think that's the first place that when, when I'm looking at, at someone from a healing perspective, you know, if they're not expressed or if they're having financial issues or personal power issues, like feeling powerless or kind of broken down or lost, um, it's generally toxic shame that's holding it all at bay. Right. And that's what we're hoping, you know, for everyone listening, that we're going to be talking about a lot of different things like this. Um, there's, there's going to be a, a lot of uh, many, many topics. I wonder if we should even list out some of the topics. But um, Yeah, let's kind of, I mean, I think it'd be nice for them to hear, um, you know, where where we were going in our discussions and what we felt, you know, important to share with others and what we were hoping to receive some feedback. And yeah, why don't you read some of our topics out? Okay. There's a lot. I'm tempted to read all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the highlights. (laughs) The The highlights. The big topics, the ones that you you found most um, provocative or exciting that we're going to dive into. Okay. Uh, So let's see here. We've got uh, evolving relationships, the future of relationships, the right use of power in relationships, uh, power dynamics, um, misuse of power. That kind of all goes under the same Healing the Divine Masculine, uh, Reclaiming the Divine Feminine, the Divine Feminine Rising, Sacred Sexuality, uh, Ancient Sexuality and Sex Rights, Divine Feminine Practice, Exploring Lust, Possession, Marriage, Divorce, Morality and the New World, Polyamory, Pedophilia, Porn, rape, incest, kink, tantra, sexless marriage, ET agenda, kundalini, demons, astral realm, parasites, intimacy, and on and on and on. There's so many. I'm looking at this list. You guys ready? Yeah. Hang on to your britches, people. <laughs> exactly. We are going there. We are going to all those places. <laughs> Terrified, uh, gripping the rails as we ride. <laughs> I just, you know, my prayer is just that we can be fearless and look at our shame in the face until it shrinks to nothing. And and really liberate ourselves from all this oppression, this sexual oppression, this sexual distortion, this total mind fuckery that we've been, you know, this has been going on for, for generations and generations. And I just feel like it's high time. There's enough information out there. We've evolved enough. We've woken up enough of our DNA strands to realize that 
there's got to be another way to relate and to create healthy families, healthy societies, and to have actually fulfilling sex lives. That's my Amen. agenda. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. I'm sure there's, yeah, I'm sure everyone listening ooh, has a big hallelujah on that one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a fulfilling sex life. We're all swaying our arms in the air. <laughs> Bring us home. Bring us home. <laughs> Amen to sacred sex. Like, where is it? I, I want some now would be good. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yes. Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm amazed how many people I know that, you know, that are wanting more out of their sex life. And then, but then the question is, how can we do that? How can we achieve that without going to some dark side or, or, or going somewhere we shouldn't go or, and, and how to bridge this? Do you know what I mean? I do. And I think, you know, the first step is just people declaring that they do want more because I think so many people are just shut down. Like the amount of people I know that are either in a sexless marriage or just abstaining altogether or are just kind of going flatlining, I guess, around their sexuality because it's so confusing and because it's so terrifying. Uh, it really makes me sad. Like, it just feels like a zombie nation, like nobody's tuning into their primal life force. And then you see the, on the other hand, people that are just completely addicted to porn and harder and harder forms of um, what I would term like desensitized sexuality, trying to feel, trying to um, find something to meet them in those deep places, like trying to liberate themselves, but they just, you know, are kind of objectifying themselves. Like the porn culture has spread like a virus all over the, the planet. It's really, really disturbing. Um, and I feel like there's, there's another place. There's another way to get there. Um, we just need to like discover that together. So let's yeah. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to figure it out. before I die absolutely yeah I want to talk more about this in our next segment for sure I'm I'm thinking I I wonder if everyone out there is wondering who who in the heck we are (laughs) I'm sure they are (laughs) (laughs) who are these people so I'll I'll just say I'll just start my my name is Satya Ra priest and I um I'm just a girl no I uh, I sing. I'm a singer, and uh, yeah, this podcast is part of just is is part of so much healing for uh, my my soul, and um, my intention in doing this is uh, is to you know free free myself, and and by doing that, free free everyone, and a return to love and 
that we can all be free and and relaxed and feel love and feel satisfaction and feel honored and adored and uh, I have a master's degree in psychology I've been a therapist I've I'm a researcher I've spent years researching random bizarre things everything you could possibly imagine uh, just everywhere human <laughs> phenomena <laughs> yes spent my life you know reading books and uh, um, on human behavior and um, and having very deep conversations with everyone that I could possibly get my hands on and um, and traveling the world and uh, and now I'm doing a lot of sound healing and uh, retreats and things like that and so that's that's where I'm at and I and I wanted to say earlier um, to you, Amelia that I'm very um, touched by what you said earlier it's very sweet and I I really it I'm honored um because it really did take you years to 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 tell me a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. you know I thought I thought I had scratched I thought I was already there and then it (laughs) stuff kept coming out and I was thinking okay uh, I don't share my secrets that easy. No, no, you don't. And that's what I'm trying to say. I, I'm trying to say, for people who are listening, you, you're not kidding. <laughs> when you say, yeah. It's a very big closet. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm done about myself. Now you can talk about yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really grateful to be doing this with you. I, I feel that over the years of us developing our, our friendship in a variety of capacities, um, that your, your skills as a, as a therapist and um, a psychologist have just really helped me understand myself more. Um, but for those of you who, who don't know me, I'm Amalia Eon Karras, and I'm an author of Synchronicity, Unlock Your Divine Destiny, and I am a seer, um, which is a multi-dimensional guide. I, I help people expand um, their consciousness and explore alternate realities. I, I do one-on-one sessions as well as run a mystery school for modern day living where I'm helping truth seekers to really um, open those doors, how to, to sit with the truth, to digest truth, to be who they are and who they came here to be and really discover their life purpose. So my intention with this podcast is to further that aim of full liberation. And if anyone's, um, wanting to find out about the school or my work specifically, you can go to my website, which is knowtheself.com, K-N-O-W-T-H-E-S-E-L-F.com. All right, see you guys next time.
thanks for hanging out with us. If you'd like to contact us and stay in touch with us, you can find us at lovesexagenda.com. That's lovesexagenda.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, Love Sex and the Hidden Agenda. Pretty